Welcome to today's program. I'm Pastor Pete Norris. This is the beauty of grace, and we hope and pray that you enjoy this program today. We know it'll be a blessing to you, and we know that God loves you, and He's got a plan for your life. And what a wonderful thing that is today to know that God is doing something in your life. And we want to talk to you today about praying effectively. You know, how do we pray effectively? How do we know? You know, E.M. Bounds said, The answer to prayer is assured not only by the promises of God, but by God's relationship to us as a father. Now, Charles Finney said, Effective prayer is prayer that obtains what it seeks. It is prayer that moves God, affecting its end. Now, we find in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, And he spoke a parable to them that men ought to always to pray and not to lose heart. I want to talk about this thing of losing heart in your prayer life and believing and standing on prayer because the Bible says in Luke 18 and 1 that man ought to always to pray, but he has a tendency along the way to lose heart. You know, we have a tendency to lose heart when we pray. God must do it quickly. I think God wants, wants us to long for Him. When we are waiting, it is not our idea of waiting. It means to be quiet and rest before the Lord. I think God wants to search wants us to search for Him. And you say, what do you mean by that? Well, Luke 11 and 9 and 10 says, And so I say to you, ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he that seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Now he said, I want you to ask, I want you to seek, and I want you to knock. Now what does that spell? A-S-K. That spells ask. In the actual Greek, the word ask means to make a demand upon what's legally yours and mine. So we got to understand something. In Isaiah 62 and 6, he said these words, I've set a watchman on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You will make me mention of the Lord. Do not keep silent. Give him no rest till he establishes and till he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. So we got to understand something today. That when we're praying and we're believing God, we have a tendency sometimes to to just wait and just wait and wait. And we want God to do it really quick. But Proverbs 25 and 2 says, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search out that matter. So we got to search as we're waiting for the Lord. As we're waiting on God to do some things, as we're waiting... In our faith for God to manifest and do what He's going to do. You know, the Bible says in Isaiah 40 and 31, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. In other words, there's strength in waiting upon the Lord. The joy of the Lord, it says, is our strength in Nehemiah. We have to find joy while we wait on the answer. We know what the answer is, but we must have joy until it manifests in our life. And we got to understand that Jesus has done everything. And I, I want you to understand that God is doing some things in your life that is overwhelming. But God doesn't always do it as, as we want. He doesn't always do it the way that we think. But I want you to understand something, and this is going to help you in your prayer life. <clears throat> if you know that God's already done it, it's a whole lot easier to hold on to what you've already got than trying to get what you haven't already got. So we got to find that he said in Psalms 27 and 14, wait on the Lord, 
Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. He means here we should wait in faith. There is where joy is increased. See, it's not waiting on the Lord is total surrenderance to him. In other words, Psalms 37 and 9 said, So the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. You know, it's so hard sometimes to wait, but there's many times that God says in the scripture, wait on me, wait on the Lord and keep his way. He shall exalt you to, he shall exalt, he shall exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. So there's something about waiting when we're praying and we're believing and we're trusting the Lord and we're saying, Lord, I know you're going to do, I know what your word says, that by your stripes I'm healed, that by your stripes I'm delivered, that by your stripes I'm overcoming. So we know and we recognize that the the Father's heart is for us to enjoy as we wait upon the Lord, as we're praying effectively and trusting Him. And as, you know, He told the disciples in in Luke chapter 24, verse 49, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in Jerusalem, in the city of Jerusalem, until you're endured with power from on high. So many times we never get to the place that we get that place to where we endure on high. Never get to that place to where the, the 500 went into the upper room, about 120 stayed, 380 something got restless. They got tired of waiting. I think sometimes we get tired of waiting. Our, we should be strengthened in our weight. That's the beauty of grace.